the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Is AM twelve eighty the Patriot WWTC Minneapolis St Paul Intelligent Radio fueled by Lucky's Station. With SRN News, I'm Val Dior. Well, so many of us want answers, and Air Force Secretary Heather Wilson says the investigation of the handling of Devin Kelly's case began immediately after the Texas church shooting last weekend. We are looking at all of our databases, and if we have problems that we find, we'll fix them. The Air Force dropped the ball in not reporting convictions of the gunman, convictions that would have prevented him from purchasing weapons that killed 26 and injured so many others. Meanwhile, Veterans Day has special meaning this year in the small Texas community where the church massacre occurred. Nearly half of the victims had ties to the U.S. Air Force. Those victims with military backgrounds will receive a full military salute today at the community hall in Sutherland Springs as Veterans Day is observed. Alabama U.S. Senate candidate Roy Moore says he is not going to quit. Republican Roy Moore tells the Sean Hannity show he did not have inappropriate sexual conduct with teenage girls some four decades ago. These allegations are completely false false and misleading. One of the four accusers tells the Washington Post that when she was 14 and Moore was in his 30s, she had sexual contact with him. Three others say he pursued them during the same time frame when they were 16 to 18 years old. This never happened. They know it never happened. And Obviously, you don't wait 40 years to bring up something like this. Several Republicans are calling for him to quit the race, which will be decided next month in a special election. I'm Tim McGuire. Judge Moore calling the Washington Post report a typical Democrat distraction. President Trump praising Vietnam in brief remarks before a state dinner calling the nation one of the greatest miracles of the world. He added that there's nothing more impressive than the success of the country. He spoke briefly during a state dinner in Hanoi. The president also seen shaking hands and visiting with Russian President Vladimir Putin. For more details, go to srnnews.com. AM 1280, The Patriot. Do you need to catch up on your life savings and investments? Do you know that right now we are very likely in the first year of a new bull market? William O'Neill, editor of the Investor's Business Daily and author of many great stock trading books, has said that the most money is made in the first year of a new bull market. My family has believed this and experienced it for many generations. I'm David Mitchell, founder and CEO of Tradeway. I've taught our family methods of stock trading and investing in most of the major cities around the nation for many years with the goal of having many of our clients trade for a living. You don't have to do that unless you want to fire your boss, but wouldn't it be great to take the confusing world of investing and find it understandable, even simple and fun? That is what can happen when you attend a Tradeway event called Step 1, Start Your Journey. You'll learn how the stock market works, how to spot patterns, how to know when to buy and sell a stock, how to even know how to pick your own stocks, and when it might be better to stay in cash. 
You'll leave the event more confident in your family's financial future and secure in Tradeway's ability to support you along the way. You can bring your entire family for only $99.95. Plus, you'll receive an extra ticket to bring a friend. And at the end of the two days, if you don't love it, you can get your money back. doesn't get better than that. So come take your first step to financial freedom and attend our live two-day event called Step One, Start Your Journey. Coming to the Minneapolis Marion West, December 1st and 2nd, only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723. Or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. Davenport of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. Public policy is full of difficult dilemmas, tough cases where there are strong interests on both sides. Such dilemmas are not usually solved as much as they are managed. That's why two federal departments recently expanded the rights of religious employers. During the Obama years, the federal government had required religious employers to provide birth control coverage, even when contrary to their religious beliefs. And the government had limited the right of religious employers to hire people who shared their beliefs. This action properly swings the pendulum back in favor of religious rights, which are protected by the First Amendment. Civil rights are also constitutionally protected. In the end, both rights are powerful, but neither is absolute. A liberal president pushes too far in one direction, and a conservative administration appropriately pushes back. Ultimately, the Supreme Court may well have to decide how to manage this difficult dilemma. I'm David Davenport. Learn more at townhallreview.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for Where You Live with Gene Sullivan, the show that deals with the news and events that affect you the most. Whether you rent or own, live in an HOA, single-family home, or an apartment building, Gene will tackle the issues right where you live. So, from the Bank of Omaha Studios, here is the original man of steel, Resolve himself, who stands for truth, justice, and the association way. Here's Gene Sullivan. Hey, good morning, everyone. Welcome once again to Where You Live. I'm Gene Sullivan, and I'm broadcasting from the Mutual of Omaha Bank Studios. You know, your association members take tremendous pride in their communities, You can help them maintain that pride with custom financing through Mutual of Omaha Bank, a lending expert that's worked with thousands of community associations. So whether you want to purchase real estate or equipment or make repairs to common areas, Mutual of Omaha Bank can meet your needs with a team of dedicated local professionals. Call Tom Ingbloom at 312-209-2623, Mutual of Omaha Bank, Member FDIC. I'm also brought to you by the great folks at Extreme Exteriors and Bartlett Tree Experts. And I want to say hello to the man that makes it happen week after week, Mr. Trevor Kay. How are you, Trevor? Uh, Doing well, Gene. Yourself? Oh, really well. Yes. Now, you know, uh, we get to just uh, the end of October and Halloween. Yep. And that's kind of the kickoff of the, the long holidays that are going to be beginning, you know, everything from Thanksgiving and uh, 
Christmas and Hanukkah right and on New Year's and everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, are you uh, uh, do you uh, are you a man that uh, really gets into the holidays as it uh, as it progresses? Oh yeah, you betcha. Uh, you are okay. No, no, I, I no, am. I am no humbug. No, Scrooge no. for you, huh? No, not at okay. all. I love it. It's just it's uh, to me it's a, a good way to kind of lift that. Uh, that dull kind of dead winter, you know, like winter's cold and it's kind of dull and it's kind of down. So when you see all the lights and everything and people kind of smiling and yeah, man, I'm I'm all about it. And it's time to put on that five to ten pounds of winter fat, isn't oh, it? Oh man, I got a head start. <laughs> we're 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 good. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, we're good here for this show too. We've got a, a great uh, lineup here of topics. We've got a great guest that'll be with us. So. Let's begin, as we always do every week, with property management in the news. Property management in the news is brought to you by Zero Res Carpet Care, a proud sponsor of this show. Contact Zero Res today to learn about association pricing for your HOA or condo. Uh, cleaning carpets, air ducts, dryer vents, and now even adding flooring, installation, and sales to their list of quality services. The phone number, 952-0-RES. Spell it backward or forward. It spells the same, 0-RES. Well, our first uh, story is uh, something that uh, came out of uh, NBC Nightly news about uh, two months ago after the uh, aftermath of Hurricane Harvey. And it's uh, dealing with uh, issues that landlords and tenants have had with uh, how do you get through uh, a disaster? What rights do renters have? What rights do landlords have? How do you get everything uh, back together again? Well, here to help me discuss it and put these pieces together is uh, the Director of Rental Services here for New Concepts, Amy Jones. Hello, how are you? Thanks for joining me, Amy. Thank you for having me. Well, let me uh, first of all uh, begin, if I can, uh, I'll read a little bit, sort of a synopsis of what the story was that was on uh, NBC News uh, back about two months ago. And uh, it was entitled, uh, First They Fought the Storm, Now They Fight Their Landlord. And it begins that, you know, in the wake of Hurricane Harvey, uh, there were many South Texas residents who were facing demands to pay rent on the apartments uh, that were uninhabitable or they couldn't even get access to. Now, apparently, as the story went on, there was a disaster hotline for the Texas Rio Grande Legal Aid Organization and I guess they're a nonprofit that provides free legal services to uh, low-income residents. And they had been telling NBC Nightly News that they had been getting uh, probably uh, north of over 100 calls a day. And uh, the majority of calls involved landlord-tenant disputes. And that was according to their director, Nancy Neusser. And uh, Neusser was... Uh, uh, told NBC News, she said she saw that there was basically three problems. What were those three problems? Well, number one, uh, apparently landlords were telling tenants they have to pay rent even though their apartments were flooded and were uninhabitable. The second problem, 
landlords were telling tenants that they have to do their own repairs themselves. And the third issue, landlords were telling tenants that they have to pay rent until they can get their things out of the apartment, even though they didn't have access and weren't even being allowed to get their things out. Now, uh, so what was the problem? Well, you can imagine after something so horrific as that, uh, you've got uh, issues with uh, with uh, water that has uh, just saturated uh, the whole place, uh, sheetrock just getting soaked like a sponge, uh, things getting wrecked, and as long as uh, that moisture stays there, now it's a uh, uh, breeding ground for mold and other things. And yet, on top of it, you've got those uh, all of the personal belongings that belong to the renter that have to get out. And so how do you coordinate that? How do you get them to get things out? And if they are going to take things out, how are they going to take care of it? Where are they going to go with it? It's not like there's a, a lot of... Uh, available storage areas for uh, people to have to deal with. And some barely were able to get things into their unit. They have no way of getting it out. So you can imagine it's quite a problem. And so many property owners needed to start uh, demolishing uh, and cutting out the drywall, uh, like I said, before mold set in. But before they began, they had to remove the tenants' soaked possessions, okay? And so some were giving their tenants a grace period to go through their stuff. Others were just telling crews, you know what, forget about it. Just put it out on the curb. We've got to get things done. And uh, there was uh, someone, and Andy uh, Tias, uh, who is vice president of public affairs for the Housing Apartment Association in Texas. He says it's a real balancing act. He said, on one hand, you want to be very sensitive with people's belongings if uh, they had to evacuate and might not be able to uh, have a way back. Uh, and they said, you know, what do you do? A water-soaked couch looks like it's ruined. It looks like nothing to you, but it could be a family heirloom. heirloom. So uh, he said if you have a unit that's flooded, water may have soaked the carpet and sheetrock, and you have to get the resident stuff out of the way so you can pull up the carpet. So it was a real uh, issue. Uh, and then uh, it goes on, the story goes on to give an example of a Natalie Bell Bacon and her landlord, Jose Gonzalez, and what took place there. And we'll get back to that in just uh, a moment. But, Amy, a real devastating situation. Uh, let me ask you, have you ever personally gone through something like that yourself, or have you ever been involved uh, with having to deal with a client's property where something was really uh, just uh, in a disaster like that? Yeah, I myself, fortunately, have not had to encounter a natural disaster. Um, also, nor as a professional property manager, as a natural disaster, I have had to deal with units being flooded by plumbing issues or um, overflowing washers, but that's the minimum of it. But it does, even something as slight as that becomes a major issue in a rental unit. Yeah, and when it happens as a one-off kind of thing to be able to get contractors to respond, but when you have an entire huge area of the country that's affected, right. trying to find contractors is going to have to be difficult. That was one of the first things that came to my mind. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's hard, you know, as a even if there's a hailstorm here, there's 
insurance is backed up and contractors are getting out to do assessments. So I can't imagine what it'd be like with a natural disaster, like a flood. Yeah. Well, we've got, uh, there were, uh, it was interesting that this uh, uh, story talked about uh, there were three specific problems that, uh, that the uh, Legal Aid Association or organization saw that they were getting over and over again. What I'd like to do is I'd like to address them with you, Amy, but folks, we're going to take a break right now. So don't go away. You're listening to Where You Live on AM 1280 The Patriot. We'll be back after this. AM 1280 The Patriot. Many financial services companies say they're unique. Thrivent Financial blends faith, finances, and generosity, helping Christians be wise with money and live generously. With a full range of financial products, we'll help you connect your faith and finances. Have a conversation about money with Carol Woods, your local financial representative, at 952-658-8753. Licensed agent for Thrivent Financial, marketing name for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans, registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management, Inc., thrivent.com slash disclosures. There is only one skin rejuvenation clinic in Minnesota. Only physicians provide the advanced laser and injectable treatments. Established in 2004, Skin Rejuvenation Clinic of Edina has been nationally recognized for their outstanding results. This clinic has the most body contouring and fat reduction options in the state. You can also choose treatments that erase or improve the signs of aging. Set up your free consultation with a physician. There is only one Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. SkinRejuvenationClinic.net Webster's Dictionary defines a meeting as a gathering of people for a particular purpose, such as to talk about business. No matter how big or small your meeting is, WNAV Audiovisual can help. Because at WNAV Audiovisual, your meeting is our business. Hi, I'm Mark Stoman, president of WNAV Audiovisual. Today, over 26 million meetings will take place in the United States. In today's fast-paced world, meetings are essential to keep people connected. In today's fast-paced world, you have to get business done now. Whether your meeting is in a conference, auditorium, ballroom, or sanctuary, WNAV can provide you with audiovisual equipment and expertise quickly, smoothly, and efficiently. And we've been serving Minnesota since 1983. Learn more about what WNAV's technicians can do for you online at wnav-video.com. That's wnav-video.com. WNAV Audiovisual, where your meeting is our business. Hello, this is Jeannie Sigler from Extreme Exteriors. We are a trusted family-owned business that provides expert inspections and installation of roofing, siding, decks, gutters, windows, and more. For over 20 years, Extreme Exteriors has serviced single and multifamily home exteriors. Visit us on the web at xtremeexteriors.com or give us a call at 763-441-1334. We're here for all your home exterior needs. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most, right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot.
You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Welcome back to Where You Live. Gene Sullivan here broadcasting from the Mutual of Omaha Bank Studios. The show is brought to you by Bartlett Tree Experts and Extreme Exteriors. And before we get back with my guest today, which is Director of Rental Services for New Concepts, Amy Jones, we're talking about uh, what was in the, the NBC uh, Nightly News about a couple months back. What happens when you have a natural disaster like uh, Hurricane Harvey? What are the expectations that landlords should have, renters should have, when going through something like that? We're going to be talking with my guest, uh, Amy, with that in just a moment. But I'd like to remind our listeners uh, I'd like to tell you about uh, some of our fine sponsors, Extreme Exteriors. You know, you can always uh, count on Extreme Exteriors for expert installation of exterior siding, roofing, soffits, fascia decks, windows, and more. Now, with their knowledge and experience, they can design the perfect solution to make your home beautiful and energy efficient, saving you maintenance and money for years to come. Give them a call at 763-441-1334 and tell them Gene sent you. It's time now to hear from the Community Associations Institute. The CAI Minute is brought to you by 24 Restore. You know, it's the 24 Restore Cost Containment Program that helps property managers and property save money while still delivering the highest quality emergency restoration services for your residents. 24 Restore's unique program includes in-house loss assistance, future loss prevention, and reduction of your overall risk and liability. For more information about this cost containment program for property managers, please visit 24Restore.com. That's 24Restore.com. Are you a volunteer in your homeowner association? Maybe a residential property manager wanting to increase your industry knowledge and obtain professional credentials in property management. Are you a vendor or professional offering services to homeowners and associations or property managers? If you said yes to any one of those questions, then join the Community Association Institute. The CAI is a great organization, helping you be informed and more proficient in your homeowner association board member or property manager role. It's also a great way to network with potential clients. For nearly 40 years, CAI has provided education and resources to volunteer homeowners who govern community associations and the professionals who support them. Visit cai-mn.com to learn more. That's cai-mn.com. The Minnesota chapter of CAI holds monthly manager's luncheons, board member education training, property manager certification training, and much more. It also produces a bi-monthly informative magazine called Minnesota Community Living. Why not join the Community Association Institute today? You can do so online at cai-mn.com and select Membership. And we're back with my guest, uh, Amy Jones. Now, Amy, we were talking uh, right before the break uh, that uh, this director for the Texas uh, Rio Grande Legal Aid Organization saw uh, better than 100 calls a day coming in for uh, quite some time. And uh, she said, I think I could uh, catalog them into three areas. And I want to get your your thoughts on this. The first one, she said, was, that uh, they heard a lot of people calling saying that landlords were telling tenants they have to pay rent even though their apartments were flooded and now uninhabitable. Um, Amy, can a landlord require rightly that the tenant continue to pay for rent when things are considered uninhabitable? No, not to my knowledge. I think that's pretty crazy question to have some, you know, ask someone to pay their rent when they cannot 
occupy the property. Yeah. Now, I, I suppose, you know, the, the one thing that uh, can happen here, though, and it, when something is truly uninhabitable, but as you know, in, in property management, yeah. um, people use very descriptive words and uh, how someone else means them. Uh, uh, uses it is completely different than someone else. I, I've I know I've been in a situation where uh, a renter uh, may say, you know, um, some of the uh, the uh, linoleum flooring in the kitchen right. is peeling up, and now the place is uninhabitable. Of course, <laughs> right? I get those calls frequently, actually. So you get something like that, you right? Do. So I, I guess it is kind of a subjective thing, right? It is subjective, but I would think with something like Hurricane Harvey, the uninhabitable more than likely is truly uninhabitable. And, and hopefully that's what people yes. were, were talking about. Um, there was an, an observation about this area of uninhabitable housing that was made by, again, uh, by a gentleman by the name of Fred uh, Fuchs. In, he was the adjunct professor of housing and a director of the housing clinic at the University of Texas at Austin. And uh, let me get to that. He said, uh, he said uh, this, he said, um, under Texas property law, Amy, he said, if a rental is deemed totally unusable or uninhabitable due to a natural disaster, the lease can be terminated by either the landlord or the renter, but with a written notice. Right. Uh, he said if the property is only partially unusable, unusable, then a tenant can still be asked to pay up and may only qualify for a rent reduction. The landlord decides whether a property is totally or partially unusable. Uh, so, uh, you know, getting uh, back uh, to our situation, is that basically the way things are here in Minnesota as well? Well, no, that sounds like they're leaving that, uh, like you said, subjective and leaving it to the actual landlord to determine that, which I would assume they would need to have some sort of um, city inspector or someone actually deem if it's partially usable or completely non-usable. Um, Minnesota law um, Minnesota law states if a building is destroyed or becomes uninhabitable or unfit to live in, through no fault of the tenant, the tenant may vacate their rental unit. So I do know from our end, but that's usually deemed by a a local city inspector or a rental licensing inspector. Yeah. Now, I, I would I would imagine uh, that that's probably really the, the same case there, too. I, I mean, I, I can't believe that uh, for one minute that there's any state that uh, basically allows the final word of the landlord to, right. to be it. <laughs> right. That's I mean, when people when people disagree, what is their recourse? They disagree. They if a tenant disagreed, they could potentially hold their rent in escrow account and then take this to court. Now, during this kind of situation, it may be a while, but that leaves both standing, especially a renter, it leaves them standing left kind of out in the cold and not knowing what to do. And that's really, uh, and that is probably uh, what is happening there. But again, when you think of uh, how, uh, I guess, uh, how amplified this, that whole disaster was, we're not right. talking one home, but we're talking hundreds of thousands of right. homes that are affected, there are never going to be enough contractors, yeah. enough building inspectors, enough judges to deal with uh, the issues that people have. Right. But people have this, um, they do have uh, this right to uh, 
um, I guess, uh, say I, uh, I disagree and go to a housing court. Uh, talk about that a little bit for our listeners. What is that like? What's the right way for a renter to uh, proceed with that if they don't like how things have or have not been taken care of by their landlord? Yeah. So, for example, if there's a resident or a renter who has something and they feel like is a maintenance item that they have reported, officially reported to their landlord, and their landlord has what they feel has chosen to ignore them or is delaying the work needed if it's something more than something simple like a light bulb is out or something basic. Yeah. Um, what they can do, what a tenant's rights are, is they would hold their rent, they keep their rent, but hold it in an escrow account. It needs to be proven that so they don't that. just hold it themselves. Right. They have to put an official escrow account. So and who has this escrow account? They can set that up through their bank, just a separate account. Um, they can file it if they want to talk to a legal aid or anyone. They can help run their own attorney and they can make sure that's set up mm-hmm. so it's proven. Um, and then inform the owner that that's what's going on. That's why they're holding the rent. Because sometimes a landlord may want to take them to evictions. So okay. if they have that, they can bring that as proof. Well, now, I kind of like that. And I, I guess I always thought that it was brought into court for them to hold. But you, you said it can be uh, any institution, a uh, banking institution. It's just that when you go uh, for that day in court, you've got to show proof that it's there and in place. Exactly. You just have to show proof okay. it's been being held. It sounds like you're just skipping out mm-hmm. on your rent and you're having hard times. You actually are holding it for a purpose and a reason. Okay. So, and then what's the next step? So, uh, so then uh, the renter informs the, the landlord about that. Uh, they put the money in and then uh, a court date is set. A court date would be set. And if the landlord does not comply and take care of the maintenance prior to just resolve the issue and then the tenants in hand pay their rent, they would go to court. I wonder how many times uh, when something is brought up like that, things get taken care of before going to court. I would assume more than likely. I've never had to deal with it fortunately, but yeah. I'm assuming they probably would hustle. If they know they're in the wrong, they're going to take care of the maintenance item, especially if they've been shown it's escrow, escrowed rent is sitting there. Okay. All right. And uh, and so uh, what what's the time frame uh, usually for housing court? Isn't about, it takes about a month or so from the time you file before you get to uh, uh, getting to be in front of a judge? Yeah, normally it depends on the county, but here uh, I'm speaking from the Minnesota um, state. We usually, within two to three weeks normally is the first court date. Okay. And so then the judge listens to, to both sides of the, the story. Yes. And then uh, the judge uh, uh, goes in favor of uh, the tenant, uh, then usually what happens? If the judge goes in favor of the tenant, either they allow the tenant to get out of their lease with no repercussions and refund their full deposit. That would be the normal case if they ju- they went in favor of the tenant if the landlord says they're not taking care of whatever the maintenance item may be. Okay. But but if they say that they're going to, the tenant can't say, I'm changed my mind, I just want out of the lease. Yeah, they may give them a time limit. So say okay. the same way they would give a tenant for normal eviction. They would give the landlord a time limit to All fix right. it. And then with that time limit, then uh, that's something that's uh, under the auspices of the city or municipality where Correct. they are, and that's when... Uh, building inspector would be out to uh, be that third disinterested party that's yes. going to verify whether it gets done exactly or not. and pass the correct rental license requirements and that it's a, a safe structure. Okay. Well, you know there were two other uh, issues uh, that uh, uh, were uh, that uh, people in Texas were dealing with, and I want to go through them with uh, Amy. But we're going to take another break right now, so don't go away. We'll be back with more Where You Live after this.
1280 The Patriot. Many financial services companies say they're unique. Thrivent Financial blends faith, finances, and generosity, helping Christians be wise with money and live generously. With a full range of financial products, we'll help you connect your faith and finances. Have a conversation about money with Carol Woods, local financial representative, at 952-658-8753. Licensed agent producer of Thrivent Financial, marketing name for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans, registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management, Inc., thrivent.com, slash disclosures. There is only one skin rejuvenation clinic in Minnesota. Only physicians provide the advanced laser and injectable treatments. Established in 2004, Skin Rejuvenation Clinic of Edina has been nationally recognized for their outstanding results. This clinic has the most body contouring and fat reduction options in the state. You can also choose treatments that erase or improve the signs of aging. Set up your free consultation with a physician. There is only one Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. SkinRejuvenationClinic.net Giving your computer problems the boots. Arby's Computer service hi everybody randy from rb's computer service let's talk managed services managed services is when you let a company like ours take over the responsibilities of keeping all of your computers and servers protected and running efficiently we keep your systems patched keep antivirus protection on all of your systems provide a way to filter out much of the malware manage your backups and most of all keep you up and running this is no easy task and takes you time Time is money. If your server or even important computer goes down, can you afford this? Let us take care of all this for you, and you can stay focused on being profitable. And don't forget, we also fix your PCs, Macs, cell phones, and tablets, too. Call us today at 763-441-3884. Once again, 763-441-3884, or find us on the web at rbsmn.com. Giving your computer problems the boots. Arby's Computer. Setting the standard in association management. That's new concepts. Their professional staff is dedicated to top-notch customer care. This dedication has made them the leader at providing services to housing associations and homeowners. Your association may be looking for help with administration, consulting, financials, public relations, or vendor management. With over 140 years of combined experience, New Concepts is prepared to help you with all of your association needs, whatever they may be. New Concepts also offers construction, remodeling, maintenance, home staging, and real estate services. For all your association management or homeowner needs, call New Concepts. You can reach them at 952-922-2500. That's 952-922-2500 or online at newconceptsgroup.com, newconceptsgroup.com. New Concepts, setting the standard in association management and providing innovations beyond. You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Welcome back to Where You Live. Gene Sullivan here broadcasting from the Mutual of Omaha Bank Studios with my guest today, Director of Rental Services for New Concepts, Amy Jones. Um, The show is brought to you by Extreme Exteriors and Bartlett Tree Experts. Uh, You know, uh, the folks at Bartlett, they really are the total nerds of tree care. They're experts in every sense of the word. Did you know at Bartlett, they have a 350-acre research lab in Arboretum. Now, not only are their PhDs constantly developing new techniques and treatments in tree care, but they also provide 
the support and training to all their field technicians so you get the best care possible. Bartlett's inventory and management plans using ArborScope, the best in the business. Now, with a comprehensive understanding of value, condition, and the needs of your trees, combined with Bartlett's expertise, it means you get the most for your dollar when using them. Give them a call at 763-253-8733 and tell them Gene sent you. Well, I want to welcome back Amy Jones. And Amy, we're dealing with uh, these uh, three main issues that were uh, people were uh, dealing with in the aftermath of Hurricane Harvey with landlords and tenants and some wrong information, and you're kind of helping straighten things out. We talked about the idea of a landlord telling a tenant that they have to pay even though the unit is totally uninhabitable. You uh, set that one to rest pretty easy. Uh, the second question uh, or uh, statement that they were hearing was that the landlord was telling their uh, tenants that they have to do their own work. Now, yeah. is this uh, a real possibility for a tenant to be in? Not from my experience in residential rental, no. I mean, um, Normally, we deter tenants from doing anything without written consent of the landlord that even as something as simple as, I don't know, changing a light socket, that's not yeah. good. We don't want any liability that way. Well, yeah, and, and I, I got to believe that uh, the uh, if I were a landlord, I'd be concerned about what kind of job would the tenant do, right? Yeah, of course. You don't know who they're hiring. Are they doing it themselves just to get it done? It's not going to be up to code. Are they using proper materials? It's, okay. But I suppose, you know, I'm thinking in my mind, there could be a couple extreme cases you know, like we know uh, we're thinking of residential, but if it were a commercial building, a lot of times they have what would be called a triple lease, a uh, triple net lease. Right. And so then the renter or tenant is responsible for all build outs and everything. Okay. And so th- that could be the case. I would imagine if uh, someone were uh, living in a uh, homesteaded farm that had been in the family for years since someone has a... Um, a 10-year lease, a 15-year lease, mm-hmm. something, that's something we don't really deal with no, we don't. a lot. But mm-hmm. if there could be a few out there, and, and it could be where that someone says you'd have to pay for some of the work that needs to be done. But generally, that's not going to be the case, is it? No, it's not generally the case at all. Unless they made an arrangement in the course where they scheduled the work or had to pay for it, but the landlord approved the contractor possibly. Mm-hmm. But no, it's not something we normally deal with on a day-to-day basis. I'm wondering, again, my mind is going to uh, what is happening because we were talking earlier about about communication. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times um, people will say something and that's really not what they they mean, but they they are trying to get a desired effect. And so, yeah, they'll say uninhabitable and we talked about it. It's not really uninhabitable. Uh, But, um, you know, could there be... Uh, misunderstanding that a renter hears because, again, in something as uh, huge as a hurricane going through an area, it could be the case that uh, vendors could not be found for any length of time, uh, you know, to uh, make repairs. And then the landlord may have said, I'm sorry, I know it bothers you. You may have to do some things yourself. That makes it that it came up, yeah. And then that would be a different situation, though, right, wouldn't it? Exactly. Because you're talking about a, a disaster, not a disaster. Exactly, it's different than normal day-to-day rental. Yeah, so. 
Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're, we're sorry that this is it. But in the meantime, everybody's got to help out. Yes, right? Yeah, everybody together. <laughs> that, and that's what, yeah, that gets hard. That gets hard. I, I remember that situation in 1998. Were you in the Twin Cities then? I was not. Okay. You, you were in uh, Missouri then, yes, right? Yes, I am from okay. St. Louis. Well, that, uh, in 1998, we had a series of tornadoes and hail and windstorms that probably affected over a half a million wow. homes in the Twin Cities. Mm-hmm. And we had a lot of HOAs then that were really affected. And there were uh, several clients of ours back then, Amy, that we couldn't we couldn't uh, get uh, the adjuster out until three to six months after wow. the event took place. Mm-hmm. And we couldn't get a vendor to work on the property till actually a year later. Wow. Because uh, of that. And so when you have something like that, boy, it's uh, best efforts are being made. You uh, know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, there was a third problem here uh, that uh, that they uh, were hearing. And I'd like to get your thoughts on this. It said landlords were telling the tenants they have to pay for rent until they can get things out of the apartment, even though they are not allowed into the building to get their belongings. Can the landlord make this kind of uh, demand? I guess the landlord could demand it. Now, would it hold up? <laughs> if they're not allowed to come into the building, I can't imagine they can get their belongings out. Yeah. So that's a tricky situation there. Well, and, and again, it looked like according to Texas law by that professor, he said uh, if things were uninhabitable, he talked about putting things in writing. Right. And, uh, and of course, that's always a good idea with uh, dealing with anything with a landlord renter, isn't it? Even it is. here. It is. Just put some everything in writing, keep record of it, dates, times you spoke, anything you have on email communication, just keep that. Yeah, because it, it's going to bound to have a misunderstanding and yes. people need to, to know really what was said. Okay. Uh, so, but... Uh, uh, in a very real situation, for example, um, let's say people were going through, they had a fire, okay? Okay. Uh, and uh, people want to go through their things to see if uh, things are okay or if they're, uh, they can be salvaged mm-hmm. at all. But sometimes, um, in that case or in the case of what happened after Hurricane Harvey, you can't gain entrance because the building's not safe. Um, you know, uh, what, what can, uh, anybody, ex- what should they expect in something like that? I mean, for a renter, it'd be highly advised that they have renter's insurance and maybe they can have someone from their renter's insurance company help them with that, of course, to cover their personal belongings. Um, if they're not allowed into the property by city code, I'm not sure what the landlord would expect them to do if they're actually physically not allowed to enter. Okay. Um, and again, uh, we don't. There's a lot we don't know. What if we were talking about a couple of days, and that, and and that's the part that someone didn't hear. Uh, the landlord says I can't get in, but he's saying no. It just needs to be verified, you know, by the police or by the fire department exactly. that things are structurally safe. Now you can go back in, there, right. right? So yeah, I mean that makes sense. And if someone interpreted that as months on the road instead of a couple of days, you know, they need to make sure they understand that clearly. It talks about, it, this really goes to the importance of good, clear communication, yes, right? Of course. <laughs> and, and, and sometimes, uh, you know, people think we're 
in uh, property management, you're being very nitpicky, but no, you just want to make sure that everything's very clear. Everything that needs to be clarity, very clear. Right? Yes, of course. It saves a lot of trouble. Yeah. Everyone's clear with the communication, knows their role. Yeah. Well, uh, next we've got uh, a, a, a situation that was in this story. It was the the uh, story of Natalie Bell Bacon versus landlord Jose Gonzalez. What took place, you ask? Well, We'll cover that with my guest, uh, Amy Jones, Director of Rental Services for New Concepts. But we're going to take another break, so don't go away, and uh, we'll be back after this. AM 1280, The Patriot. There is only one skin rejuvenation clinic in Minnesota. Only physicians provide the advanced laser and injectable treatments. Established in 2004, Skin Rejuvenation Clinic of Edina has been nationally recognized for their outstanding results. This clinic has the most body contouring and fat reduction options in the state. You can also choose treatments that erase or improve the signs of aging. Set up your free consultation with a physician. There is only one skin rejuvenation clinic. SkinRejuvenationClinic.net Hello, this is Jeannie Sigler from Extreme Exteriors. We are a trusted family-owned business that provides expert inspections and installation of roofing, siding, decks, gutters, windows, and more. For over 20 years, Extreme Exteriors has serviced single and multifamily home exteriors. Visit us on the web at xtremeexteriors.com or give us a call at 763-441-1334. We're here for all your home exterior needs. So you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss. You've seen ads from the national chains. You've researched the alternative products that cost a fortune, but there seem to be no guarantees. So here's good news for you. This is Dennis Prager. Go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what their hair transplant specialists are doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free. Their doctors have given patients in Hollywood and worldwide a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. You'll see a more confident reflection of yourself. In fact, they guarantee your results in writing, and their prices are some of the best in the business, as low as $3 per graft. So stop searching and go to INeed moorehair.com. You have nothing to lose. Call their office in Egan for your free consultation. I need morehair.com. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Get the permanent solution to your hair loss at I need morehair.com. Setting the standard in association management. That's new concepts. Their professional staff is dedicated to top-notch customer care. This dedication has made them the leader at providing services to housing associations and homeowners. Your association may be looking for help with administration, consulting, financials, public relations, or vendor management. With over 140 years of combined experience, New Concepts is prepared to help you with all of your association needs, whatever they may be. New Concepts also offers construction, remodeling, maintenance, home staging, and real estate services. For all your association management or homeowner needs, call New Concepts. You can reach them at 952-922-2500. That's 952-922-2500. Or online at newconceptsgroup.com. Newconceptsgroup.com. New Concepts, setting the standard in association management and providing innovations beyond. Yeah. 
You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Welcome back to Where You Live. Gene Sullivan here broadcasting from the Mutual of Omaha Bank Studios. The show's brought to you by Bartlett Tree Experts and Extreme Exteriors. And I've got my guest uh, today, Director of Rental Services, Amy Jones, with New Concepts. And we're going through that uh, story, a horrible thing that uh, took place you know, with uh, Hurricane Harvey down in uh, southern Texas. We'll get back to that in a moment. But right now, it's uh, time for the Minnesota Multi-Housing Association, the MHA Minute. And it's brought to you once again by 24 Restore. It's the 24 Restore Cost Containment Program that helps managers and uh, owners of properties to save money while still delivering the highest quality emergency restoration services for their residents. I guess they were really needed down in uh, southern Texas. (laughs) And uh, 24 Restore's unique program includes in-house loss assistance, future loss prevention, and reduction of your overall risk and liability. For more information about this program, please visit 24restore.com. That's 24restore.com. When you rent out your home, you automatically become a small business owner and are subject to all kinds of rules and regulations. Fair housing laws, rental licensing, CRPs, lead paint, radon, carbon dioxide, just to name a few. As someone who provides rental housing, you'll have to learn more about your community, your city council, and your law enforcement agencies than you ever imagined. But if you properly manage your business, you'll also become an important and positive partner in the community. The Minnesota Multi-Housing Association is the most comprehensive resource you'll find for everything you need to help you successfully manage your rental business. Visit MMHA.com. That's two M's, MMHA.com. Look around the website, download the free guide to successful property management, download the free brochure about the eviction process, and learn about the many ways you can turn your small business into a good business. Amy, you've been uh, really uh, great today in being able to uh, help uh, uh, dissect uh, some of these issues and problems that uh, people were having down in uh, Texas when uh, they were getting misinformation or maybe a misunderstanding even uh, from their uh, uh, landlord and what was taking place. But uh, what was interesting is um, in this uh, particular uh, story, there was a uh, specific example given. Uh, It was uh, a woman by the name of Natalie Bell Bacon and her landlord, Jose Gonzalez. I'd like to read this for our uh, listeners here. Uh, apparently, uh, Natalie Bell Bacon was a stay-at-home uh, mom, and uh, she was uh, wading through chest-high water uh, just to get to her neighbor's house. Now, she has two young children and a husband. They were in Dickinson, Texas. Uh, they were renting a home, and uh, when uh, the hurricane uh, took place, was coming through, pushing water and taking on water. Uh, of course, uh, civilians drove them in a boat to a shelter, and now things are starting to uh, recede with the water and everything. And their landlord, Jose Gonzalez, said he called to uh, talk to the Bacons and said uh, that he had to start removing uh, their items from the house. And he said, I'd like to give you five days to collect things out so he could start uh, cutting out damage to drywall and begin the cleanup Uh does that seem uh, reasonable to you? To me, five days does sound reasonable because he's also in a, a situation to try to preserve the home and 
less in cost of a complete mold, mold-filled home. Oh, yeah. Um, so five days, to me, he's not asking them to continue to pay rent. It doesn't sound like from this article anyway. Um, but five days, I know that they're stuck where they don't know what to do with their items because they're kind of staying in hotels. But it seems reasonable for me on his end, actually, because he has to preserve his home and take I mean, it. For someone to say, and, and apparently there, that was part of the issue here because uh, it said, uh, uh, you know, here that uh, ultimately – uh, both sides uh, ended up uh, really uh, yelling and bickering <laughs> with <laughs> with uh, each other. Uh, it said uh, ultimately both sides decided the family shouldn't stay in the home there anymore. Right. So it looked like there was that agreement that, uh, as we talked about before, was uninhabitable. Right. They both agreed we're not going to move on. Uh, we're not going to continue to live there. But they've got to move out with their stuff. But they disagreed about how long they had uh, before they needed to vacate. Uh, tempers flared, and and it says uh, cell phone videos were taken. Yeah, I guess that's the next step, right? right? So, yeah, uh, so the so cell phone video. Yeah, it's all <laughs> happening there. And the police were called. Uh, now, when the police arrived, they gave the tenants two hours to leave. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Uh, so uh, the family was staying at a hotel nearby. But uh, there, uh, but the story said they'd have to hit the road again because the renter's insurance uh, wouldn't continue to pay for any more nights. Um, wow! Um, yeah. I mean, there people who are renters—it's tough, but they have to also be understanding and work with the landlord too. Right. That's that's his property, and he has the right to you know, get it back in order and not, you know, like you said, five days, I think, even if you put their items maybe in their backyard, set something out for them to go through, he can begin the work inside. What ends up being uh, really uh, intolerable is when either sides make a demand and they're not going to be moving. Right. You know, uh, on on that issue at all. It deals with compromise, right? I mean, uh, successful, successful renting, uh, is always going to mean compromise, isn't it? Even for the landlord and the the renter and it being definitely people. Definitely is. Yes. I mean, you follow all fair housing guidelines, but there's all the the gray area. You know, as people living in a home, and that's the residence and someone who's overseeing that. So there there is compromise on a daily basis. Yeah. Now uh, here's what uh, is real interesting. When I was listen, uh, reading about everything that happened to the Bacon's. Uh, you know, one of the things that kept flashing in my mind was insurance. You know, what kind of insurance do they have? What kind of insurance does the landlord have? Uh, Talk about how important uh, is this? Are there a lot of renters that go without renter's insurance, Amy? There are renters. That's something they should be informed about. I mean, when signing a lease with someone, you can require that, or at least you can disclose that it's being their benefit to have renter's insurance um, a landlord, if something happens like a natural disaster, a fire, a general roof leak, they require to take care of the property and themselves the, itself, but not the tenant's personal belongings. So the 
those are only covered if a tenant has renter's insurance. Now, is that something that let the uh, in Minnesota could a landlord require that in that be a part of the lease? They can require it. It's not a, a legal issue, but they can definitely have the right to require that in their lease or offer the option and have the tenant sign off if they have it or they're not going to. Is, is that is that something you uh, that you uh, counsel your clients on? We then? do, we do, and I let the clients know. We let the tenants know at the time of lease sign, and it's highly recommended, and explain it to them. And we don't personally require it. We do push them to do it. But, but you, you really, you really take time to uh, to walk through that. We do. Being, uh, being in property management, there's a lot that you do. I mean, it, it seems like you are disclosing an awful lot of stuff uh, before people actually uh, sign on the dotted line and, exactly. and, and move in. Why is that so important? It's just important to make it, again, back to the clear communication. I mean, sometimes people just think, they oh, they got approved and they're signing something and moving in without knowing any of their rights or any of the processes or what their responsibility mm-hmm. is as a, as a renter as well. So uh, what, uh, for uh, renter's insurance, uh, what is it? Uh, what are the kinds of things that are going to be covered that a renter can expect with uh, renter's insurance? And, and you've been around enough. You're, you don't sell insurance, but you got to know basically what it costs. Yeah. The cost generally, a lot of renters, we tell them it can be between 10 and $20, depending on how much coverage they want. They can add it to their car insurance usually to get them a deal. Um, but it covers anything personal. If they had a break in and things were stolen, um, if there was a small fire or something happened where their clothing or something was damaged, it goes down as much as if a refrigerator went out and they lost all of their food that they just bought that day. Yeah. I tell them we will replace or fix the refrigerator, but we don't cover the cost of your your grocery items, and they can file that claim with their renter's insurance and get money back to cover the cost of their loss. Okay. And so uh, so it's an unrealistic expectation for them to realize that, well, the landlord's got insurance, and so he's going to take care of everything and make us whole. Exactly. The landlord just has to take care of the property itself and make sure it's habitable and, you know, good, good condition. Now, will most rental policies also include, uh, like uh, with the Bacons, uh, temporary uh, housing? Yes, they do. And I've had that instance with even a flood in a one unit, and they were able to go into a hotel for five days, covered okay. by the renter's insurance. All right. And, boy, what a, that, what a, a great thing to yeah, really it help. Is. It is. Okay. Well, um, you know, we've uh, run out of time. Boy, it's really gone quickly. I, I really thank you, well, thank Amy, you for, for being me. on here. Now, uh, before we go, though, can you tell our uh, listeners, if they want to learn more about uh, rental management and what you might be able to do for them, how can they get in contact with you? Um, they can contact me in the office. They can contact me via email or my direct line. Uh, my direct line is 952-259-1223 or email is amy, A-M-Y, at ncmgi.com. Okay. Once again, Amy Jones, thanks for joining. Thank you. today. And uh, folks, Thanks for joining us here on uh, Where You Live. I hope that you have a great weekend and uh, no disasters, please. And uh, uh, have a good time uh, this weekend and look forward to having you join me once again next Saturday here on Where You Live.
was nine weeks along and didn't know what else to do. I felt helpless, and I didn't want to leave it up to her, but I didn't know what to do or say. I didn't know there were other options available. I didn't know it was a baby with a beating heart at 18 days. Hello, my name is Marian Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard People. So often we get calls just like this from men and women seeking health and alternatives. Our 800 hotline connects callers to the services they need for pregnancy, adoption, as well as post-abortion assistance. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of confidential counseling or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out on the web, prolifeacrossamerica.com. Pro-Life Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, This is AM1280, The Patriot, WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Intelligent Radio, fueled by Lucky's Station. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.